Hi, welcome back to How I Survived It. Cheers, podcast. I'm Michelle Bordeaux, the host of this podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I want to have a special cheers for this one. This is my special Sunday Mother's Day episode. Miracles and Mom. I will share some sweet, uh, you know, things that on my mother's childhood. And I will, you know, relate on our relationship and what she's taught me. So I want to say Happy Mother's Day to the Virgin Mary. I want to say Happy Mother's Day, Mommy in Heaven. Love you. Thank you. And I know you're here right now. I would like to wish all of you mothers happy blessed beautiful mother's day along with all the mama bears i consider myself as a mama bear where we are pet parents mommies cheers i raise this glass to us all my mother's name is virginia she was an orphan at nine years old Her mother always brought her to school, walked her to school, picked her up. One day, my mother was waiting for her mom, Eleanor, my grandmother, under a tree on a bench, sitting, waiting. She knew it was longer than usual. She was nine years old again. Her grandmother, my great-grandma, Amelia, ended up meeting her and said that her mother was in the hospital. At the time, my mother didn't know what a hospital was. She just knew that her mother was not there. My grandmother, Eleanor, passed. And my mother, of course, took it very hard. She was then raised by her grandmother. With that, my mother remembers the funeral. She had her hands behind her back, just silent. My mother had, they had guests there, you know, to show their respects. But my mother just kept her hands behind her back. And then she felt this comfort. She felt hands on her hands. She knew it was her mother, no doubt. That was started my mother's faith in God. In God that even though our loved ones pass, they are with us. My mother then, she was raised by her grandmother. And I and my mother did share this funny you know I, I like to have a balance not all emotional but you know some funny stuff too I remember my mother saying that they had eight doors in this little very very adorable house and my mother would not get her way and she would go through every single door slamming eight doors ba, 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 times eight right so the thing is is what taught her in life is you don't do things without consequences my mother immediately heard eight doors slamming behind her. Pa, 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 right? Times eight. 
it was my grandmother coming behind her ready to scold her. That was a lesson that my mom was taught. Miracles from God. You don't, you know, you don't do stuff without consequences. And that is what my mother, why she told me these stories. Because that's what I live by. My mother, she grew up, of course, and she had roommates and she found love. She married my father. They had an adorable wedding. Of course, I was not there, but I did see the pictures and all the bridesmaids were in pink. And that is why the cover of my book is pink, Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver. I didn't know if I said I am the author of Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver. It's a slim little book. Uh, catch it if you can. Uh, the, my main thing is I wanted to get something out there just to, you know, just give like the, the world a little peek of on what my message is going to be on podcast. I'm currently making a short film and who knows? God only knows I plan to have a Broadway play. I could see it. The Playbill, Adorable Pink. Tales of the Gypsy Caregiver musical. I can see that. <laughs> so let's get back to the story. My mother, she married my father. My mother was asking God for me right away. My mother wanted to have me, a child, one that she asked for. And God replied and said, not yet, Virginia. My mother's name's Virginia, if I didn't mention that. Not yet, Virginia. I will let you know when. It's all in my timing. My mother had faith. You know, she was disappointed along with she was trying to do her part. She was picked and poked. My father was tested. Everything was fine. She knew to let go and let God. And that's another lesson that my mother has taught me. It's still working for me. Let go and let God. My mother did that. Sometimes God has a sense of humor, though. My father gets laid off, and guess who is guess who is uh, is being made in her oven? Is me. When my father is laid off, they're not knowing where he's going to get his next job. What was happening? My mother's faith was being tested, and my mother passed. My mother passed the test. She was so happy. She knew that my father would get another job. She was just so thankful that I was connecting with her. Yes, my father got a job. And my mother had a difficult birth, actually. My mother ended up almost dying. She had a tumor, and they had to have emergency surgery right after she gave birth. So there's another miracle, which I am so thankful beyond words. And that is why I'm here today to honor my mother and to show you all what she's taught me and to relay that message to you all. With that, let's have another sip. Sip, sip. Me and my mother, we were never separated. 
she was with me. I was with her. We lived together. She helped me through my teenage years, always saying, don't ever let anybody disrespect you. Not in the romantic field, not in any field. Have respect for yourself. Love is free. Love is a free thing. Give it. If that you don't get it back, that's okay. Still give it, but know that you need the respect. My mother, she never said goodbye. She would say, later, laters. My mother was like, okay, so if you say goodbye, there's no goodbye. Even when we depart from this earth, it's still later. I will see you later, right? So my mother said, laters. So I will get back to, um, you know, when I was born and when I was going through my teenage years and adult years. When I was about, I would say, eight years old, my mother was working three jobs, three jobs, one at a thrift store, one at a retail, another retail store, and one as a maid in a hotel resort at the beach. That one, though. That one, she would come home, you know, and I didn't know what a resort was, you know, like, you know, your mother's working. My mother, I would find sand. I would find sand in places that I, I didn't know. But at the same time, I knew I had a very uh, huge imagination. You know, of course, you know what mermaids are at eight years old. You know what dolls are, mermaids. I was thinking, okay, my mother... She mysteriously leaves at a certain time. Why is there sand all over? And I knew that mermaids, when they come out of the water, they're in the sand. I felt an, I felt my mother was magical. That's what I felt. You know, um, I didn't know it was that she was hardworking. I just thought she was magical. And I would think, Maybe she's a mermaid. Maybe my mother is a mermaid. <laughs> I know it sounds really crazy, but you know, I will admit I still have that wonderful creative imagination. That is what helps me, uh, you know, be creative. And that is what helped me while caring for my mother with dementia. Defeat dementia is being creative, is having this imagination. I would have to knock out that dementia and I figured out a way every single time. So my mother was magical to me. She was meant to build me up where I am here with the platform to show everyone that first of all, cherished your mother. You know, we're talking about Mother's Day, you know. Cherish your mother. Be her rock as she is your rock. When I was 19, I almost died. I had a complication of German measles. 
my mother had to, uh, she had to take time off of work. She was on it. She was giving me my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The doctor told my mother, if she, if you admit her to the hospital, she will not make it. That's how bad I was. I, I was, I'm actually in the books of the health board because it was where the German measles were taking over Southern California at that time. And uh, people were losing their lives, their limbs. And the doctor said she will not make it. My mother, she, with no hesitation, she asked for leave. My mother would have quit if she had to. So the funny thing about that is, of course I made it. I'm here today. Um... When I was very bad off, I so with German measles, you cannot um, talk or see. I had 104 fever. My mother, she would like, oh my goodness, like just do whatever she can. You know, like if I need a sponge bath or whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, she, I, I was like, I'm giving up. My mother, this was just at one point, I was like, I, I remember, I couldn't speak, but I, re, I remember it, thinking, I give up, I give up. Uh, my mother would feed, him, feed me, and I was like, nope, mm -mm, turning my head, no, closing my mouth. And I was like, I give up. I wasn't scared of dying. I was just, I give up. Having the 104 fever, your, your, um, your mouth hurts, you know, everything hurts. And I remember my mother saying, if you don't sip this broth, I'm gone. Like, she would die. At that moment, I opened my mouth. I opened my mouth and I did, I did, I, I had the whole bowl of broth to show her that, wow, I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to, you know, because I give up, then it's going to take my mom too. So I ended up getting better. You know, I ended up, uh, you know, sipping that broth. Remember, so I didn't tell you, but um, this whole time I was not able to talk. Uh, for some reason, with this German measles, it took over where my I, I could not speak. But I, I knew what was going on. And so finally, I was like writing down, oh, I wanted some French toast. And my mom was like, so jazzed. She was like up and down, up and down, up and down. Hear me, I had French toast every morning. And I was asking for French toast. If she asked, what do you want? French toast, French toast, French toast. I would write it down. So one day, I um, I spoke. My mother, she was going crazy. See, it, I was contagious, so nobody can help her. Uh, over 30, everyone would have been contagious. And so my mom did it all. With God's help. One day, uh, my mother, 
she's leaning over me, you know, giving me my French toast. And I looked at her and I her hair was messy. I mean, crazy messy. It looked like, you know, um, she had been through the meal, which she has. But she had a smiley face on, on. I remember I said this, Mom, comb your hair. Oh, my God. I hadn't spoken in months. And I said that to her. She started crying and hugged me and said, oh, my God, am I so happy to hear that. <laughs> so I remember I was like, Mom, comb your hair. That was amazing. That was an amazing moment. I would have, I, I would have let go. But I knew that then I would carry her there. And then I was like, you know what? No. So my point of this, this that part is don't give up. Don't ever give up. My mom raised a warrior. And that's what I am. Because I have her, I'm following her steps. There are so many wonderful stories about my mom. She had the perseverance to just fight, just fight, fight for life and fight what was right. I thought, had a thought the other day and I thought, gosh, I wish my mom would, I wish I could interview her here on this podcast. I wish that I, she could play herself in my short film. But I wouldn't have been here today if I didn't go through caring for her and my mother going to heaven. I just wouldn't have been here. So with that, everyone that has their mother. For me, this. This Mother's Day, tell her that thank you, and tell her that you love her, <clears throat> and if you don't have them, like me, Always talk to her. Talk to her. Have a conversation. I do. I have my mother's picture right here, right now. When always when I'm podcasting. Talk to her. I mean where I, I verbally say, Hi mom or mom, I need help. I need help with this. Actually have a conversation. Mom, can you believe that? There is nothing weird with that. And that is how I've survived six years of my mom being in heaven. I am so proud of myself because I, I feel like I have the badge of honor. I did the school. I did the school that my mom showed me. She was my teacher. 
and I have students. And with that, it's like, you know, be proud of your graduation. And I am. So I want you to, even if your mom is not here with you, just like me, get go out and get flowers. You know, go to a lunch, go to a dinner, and just feel her when she is there. Look for the signs. Again, with that, you know how I thought my mom was a mermaid. She was my mermaid. She was my magical mermaid. So I I hope that you um, enjoyed, you know, me saying a little bit of my mom's journal. And I just felt it fitting for it to be Mother's Day and to give my mom the shine that she deserves. She's the brightest star in my life. And I just want to say that look out for my short film, Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver, the short film. Look out for that title in motion picture or in uh, TV as a series. And ultimately a Broadway play. I am so grateful to you who are listening and supporting this this journey for me. In the dementia world, there's not too much out there. There's no movie. There's no fun, emotional, crazy story out there. And I do feel that it's my destiny to give back. You know, you can't go through something sometimes without experiencing it and to actually help others. So, yes, so look for that. Look for that time when you're going to go to the movies and get your popcorn. And it's going to be an emotional ride, yes. But I make sure, I will promise you that there will be plenty stories in it. So like I said, my book is out there. You know, there's uh, some hiccups in it, but ultimately it's, it was made with heart. And I will continue with these podcasts uh, every Tuesday, Tales of the Tuesdays and Thursdays. Regarding on dementia and, you know, on my tales of it, on how I handled it, how I survived it, honestly. I may have had uh, my, uh, like I say, I like to say in my book also is my new red friend, which was Italian wines. But most of all is with God's help. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. So after this podcast, I'm going to actually 
go out where I used to um, play in my garden and I am going to feel my mom and I want you to just call them right after and do it for me and do it for all of us that don't have our mom. With this one, it's uh, it was a, a big emotional roller coaster for me. I wanted to get this out, and I'm glad that I'm actually finishing it. I thought I was going to have to cut it, but I'm I'm okay. So with that, I want to say a message to my mom: You're my mermaid, mommy, and to all. Ta-ta for now.